Hello, I'm Natalie Goldberg, and this is Education from an Equal. Thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of the second season. I've interviewed some amazing people for you, and I can't wait to let them share their stories. Each person represents a different person for which I write these episodes, and today's episode is an interview with Aaron Rhodes, one of my good friends who is a high school senior living in Texas. Texas is a state with one of the worst health curriculums in the entire United States, and Aaron's stories and experiences can help us understand why it is so crucial that we make a change. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your experience with sex ed? Yes. Um, so a little about myself. Um, I'm involved in my school's theater department. Um, I also horseback ride. I've been doing that for a long time, since about third grade. Um, I recently started a club for new students, so that's um, pretty interesting. I think it's helping out my school a bit. And my experience with sex ed is honestly just as um, a student going through the education system in the U.S. I have experiences um, in both Virginia in the elementary school and middle school sex ed programs, and then in Texas in the high school sex ed programs and health curriculum there. How does your identity change what you need from sex education? Like, for example, being a woman might make you want to have more consent-based education. Um, well, personally, I identify um, just as straight. So honestly, I'm not affected by LGBTQ health and sexual education. But I do think that that's really important. I think that um, that aspect of your identity can really affect what you need to know and what you need to learn um, about sex education. Um, And then also as a woman, obviously, I believe in like consent. I think um, consent is a really important thing that today needs to be talked about, especially. Um, I think a lot of things have just come out recently in the news, you know, a kind of um, societal change to where we are obviously emphasizing consent more, Um, like as a whole kind of saying that consent and an enthusiastic yes is um, basically the only thing that like um, can allow you to move forward in like sexual advances. Um, And I think honestly, it's kind of throwing um, men for a loop, which I think is good. It needs to be done but I think it needs to be addressed like in schools so that we can um, sort of raise our boys to like, you know, understand that this is the expectation and what has been done for a long time isn't right. You know, it's been treated like it's okay, but it's not right and it needs to change. So I think consent is a really important thing. Being from Texas, a state notorious for its abstinence-only education, what do you feel like is missing from the health curriculum? Okay, this is a bit of a funny question for me because honestly, everything is missing. Um, Like in my school, we didn't even touch sex education, like at all. I think in the curriculum at the end of the, of the, um, of the course we were supposed to address like STDs and then we never did. (laughs) So, so literally um, anything, I think just as a whole, the most important thing for sex education would probably be um, 
consent and birth control, honestly. I think I think the biggest thing for sex education um, is preventing um, unwanted STDs and like pregnancy. And so I think the best thing for um, sex education to emphasize would be birth control and like different ways that it works, you know, the different things you need to know about it, side effects and um, like certain birth controls aren't for everyone. And I think that's important to know. Um, Birth control can like affect blood clotting or something. I'm pretty sure I learned that. And so it's just like, you need to know, like, if you have that issue that you shouldn't like go on that, you know? And I feel like um, not everyone knows the different like side effects of birth controls and stuff like that. So I think that would be important to learn about and just like access to different ones and how you would go about that. How has this missing information impacted your life or other students' lives? For example, do you feel like you see teen pregnancy, rape culture, or drug use on a higher scale than other states? I'm sure Texas as a whole has higher, I mean, I've seen the stats. It's like a much higher teen pregnancy rate. I haven't seen anything at my school, but I know that my school is a pretty affluent area. You know, if they want, if someone wanted to get on like a birth control pill, which is a pretty commonly known thing, they could easily do that. Um, There's easy access to like just going to a CVS and like getting condoms basically. Like. so I don't know if if that necessarily affects my school. I think it would affect um, other schools, maybe in less fortunate or less affluent areas. Um, I also think, I mean, the only things that I've heard is just kind of, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to think. I mean, I haven't really experienced any, um, like any sort of thing that I think could be caused by like rape culture. I don't know. I'm sure there there definitely are guys at my school and I've heard about things that I think is pretty much a telltale sign of like toxic masculinity and things like that. But the guys that I've talked to and I've encountered or I've had any dealings with have always been polite and kind, which I think is very fortunate of me. If not from your actual school curriculum, where are you getting the information that you have about sex education? I mean, honestly, just the internet. Like, if I didn't have access to the internet, if you were going just off of basically what I've learned through Texas um, sex education, I wouldn't know anything at all. Um, And I don't think any of my peers would either. I feel like the internet is kind of the biggest thing. I also feel like in Texas... um, there's less of an openness kind of to discuss like sexual health with each other. Maybe Um, it's just less of a topic to be discussed between friends, at least that I've encountered. Um, So yeah, I feel like the most comfortable way that people do it, like learn about um, different aspects of sexual health is just through like Google and like the internet and stuff like that. Have you had any experiences at your school or in your general state, be it serious or funny, that remind you of how better sex ed is necessary? Oh, good question. Um, <laughs> I, I think the biggest thing I've heard of, which is, I mean, kind of funny, but also kind of concerning, is um, I've heard of a lot of different instances of like 
people's first time and whatever, like not using any sort of protection at all. And then it being treated like a joke. And I'm like, that's not, that's really bad idea. Um, yeah. And so it's just kind of this, um, I don't know. I feel like almost as a lack of sex education and, um, learning everything through the internet, a lot of people will think, um, oh, well, if I just do this, this, and this, then I can't get pregnant, like, period. And it's like, um, I mean, obviously there is ways to have, like, safe sex, but that isn't always the case. You know, there is always slight risk, like, at a, at risk of sounding like one of those dumb pamphlets that's like, oh, 100% abstinence is the only way. Like, it kind of is the only way, you know? And I'm not saying, like, don't have sex or don't you know, do those kinds of things, but it is important to understand that there are consequences. And like, if you don't use protection, then there is a significant chance of you getting pregnant. It's not something to just joke around about. I think because health education is very much abstinence only or you die. Well, it's like one person can have sex and then not get pregnant and not die. And so then everyone is just kind of like, oh, well, this is dumb. You know, there's no value in this, which like, I mean, they're kind of right. There isn't in that approach, but sex isn't something to just be thrown around all the time. I mean, there are serious consequences of it and it is a pretty grown up serious topic. And if you want to engage in that, that's fine, but you do have to treat it like a grown up and you do have to be responsible about it. What is your personal opinion on sex education? Should there be a nationalized curriculum or is there a better way to ensure that every student has comprehensive sex ed? Um, I mean, I think sex ed is really important. I think it's important to address the different types of birth controls, um, consent, um, ways to prevent STDs and those types of things and making sure to treat it as something with great care, you know, with a lot of responsibility, but um, coming from it from a place of knowing that kids are probably going to have sex, that's probably going to happen. Um, and instead of trying to deter people from it, just letting people know how to have it best and safely. Um, and I think, I mean, honestly, I feel like there should be a nationalized curriculum, but fortunately or unfortunately, education is definitely one of the state's rights kind of topics. Um, I honestly feel like, um, you know, at least my school district, um, how you would deal with a place that's kind of conservative about these types of things, they don't really want to address it, is at least coming up with some sort of optional or accessible, um, like, folder of resources, you know, articles, like, online articles about, um, by, like, um, reputable sources about you know, sex education topics and um, and good ways to, like the things I've addressed, so like birth control and like um, responsible sex practices and, you know, things like that, but put it on an area where it would be accessible, where everyone could view it. But if you don't want to view it, you don't have to, you know, that sort of thing, but just making it available for people and because if you're having to hunt down different stuff online by yourself, that just makes it a little bit harder than if it was like right there for you on the school's um, or the um, school district's website. I think that could be a good idea. Um, and I do think 
the government coming out like Nash on a national level coming out with a recommended curriculum would be good. Um, I don't know if there's a way you could implement that across every single state since education is like a state's thing, but I feel like that would be good to come out with something like that. Just a recommended um, sort of education guideline. Thank you so much, Erin, for coming onto the podcast and talking about your personal experience with sex ed. I really appreciate it. And I think that everyone will be able to glean something new and interesting about what sex ed in Texas is really like from the perspective of a student. Oh, me too. I'm glad we could talk. Here's the biggest takeaway from this episode. Kids in Texas and similar states can get sex ed information if they try hard enough. But really, they shouldn't have to. Like Aaron said, they can go online to find the resources they need to improve their knowledge, and they can go to the local CVS to buy condoms, but that isn't truly enough. There should be resources given out at school to ensure that no one falls prey to internet misinformation and doesn't have to put in as much effort to have safe sex. I think that one of the most important things Aaron said was regarding her own personal feelings towards abstinence-only education. Like she says, one person can have unsafe sex and not get pregnant and be fine, so it's easy for the rest of their peers to write off the education being provided to them as stupid or useless because they have anecdotal evidence of it being false. However, if sex ed is comprehensive, inclusive, and medically accurate, this abstinence-only lens is lifted, and people are able to understand that abstinence is not the only way, but that there are necessary precautions that need to be taken to have safe sex. Thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of Education from an Equal, Season 2. Next week, we will listen to the input of a policymaker. The next episode will be released on Sunday, December 22nd, one week from now. If you want a preview of who we will be interviewing, be sure to check out my website to read her bio, www.educationfromanequal.com. And remember to follow the podcast on Instagram, at Education from an Equal Podcast. See you next time on Education from an Equal.